Welcome to church. I say you're welcome to church. Uh, it's good to serve the Lord and it's good to put all your life and everything in the hands of the Lord. Today, as I was pondering and praying throughout the whole week, Seeking the face of God. For me, what is the most important thing is what God is saying. Not what people want to hear. But what God is saying. And all the time, I want you to be praying anytime you come to church that God, what are you saying? And once you hear the voice of God, strength will come and all that you want to do you'll be able to do it amen as i was praying some simple scripture fell upon on my heart and it was god taking the weak because he's specializing in taking the weak and in doing battle with the weak the vulnerables, God always go on their side. Whenever you are fighting with a vulnerable person, know that you are fighting with two people, that person and God. So he made even the promise that the widows and the orphans, because they have no way to fight for them, he stands on the side to fight for them. He, there is nobody to even have a vision for them. He becomes their eyes and sees for them. So, God is saying you today, I want you to know that today I want you to arise for your miracle. Yes. See, arise for your miracle. Yes. You cannot sit at one place and take a miracle. You need to act when God speaks, it's not sitting down that brings miracle. 
I want to read a story about some four people, four rejected men, four men, and, how many, and as I just said, four men, I know some of you have got the, the clue to it. I will read two scriptures, all from the book of Second Kings. The first one is chapter 6, 24. Second King. Second Kings. Chapter 6, verse 24. And it happened after this that Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, gathered all his army and went up and besieged Samaria. What a story. What a great story. It happened after this. That a king gathered what? Huh? What? All his army. Why will he gather all his army for Samaria? Sometimes you are there and the enemy gathers all the forces available to him to surround you. He knows what to do. He gathers everything and when you see such a thing, you see that your strength cannot meet that. When you get to that point, this is what I want you to do. Amen. Amen. If you are in that condition, and it happened after this, that Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, gathered all his army and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria. And indeed, they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for 80 shekels of silver and one-fourth of a cup of dove dropping for five shekels of silver. There was a famine. What brought the famine? What brought the famine? There was a besiege. They've surrounded the city in such a way that you cannot go and do business. Sometimes we are besieged on every side, but sometimes we don't see it. Sometimes the famine is not the outcome of anything, but it's the outcome of a besiege. Why are you not moving forward? Sometimes there are forces that have come around you that is going against God's people such a way that God's people's eyes are closed. They are not aware that they are those forces. And because of that, famine comes into the city. Anytime you are controlled by anything, 
and limited by anything, you cannot move far. Farming comes when you are surrounded. You can be surrounded by ignorant, surrounded by any other thing, surrounded by all other things. You cannot fulfill your dream. Because dream is not fulfilled only at one place. The people could not go out. They could not come in. There was famine. Great famine because they were besieged. To the extent that what did not have price had price. How many of you know? I asked somebody, why do we put great price on gold, silver, diamond? It is we who put the price on it. They are stones. Oh, I don't know stones. They are stones. But men can put price on something. I don't have price. Imagine you went to a village that didn't know. Some of you don't know gold. You may even see a gold or see some diamond and think it's a broken bottle. At that particular time, you may not even put any price on it. Where you put it, you don't even care whether thieves will come around that place because you don't know the value of it. We put value on this. So, sometimes something can be valued. What's the difference between Ghana CD and American dollar? They are all papers. The pound is a paper. Printed. Probably printed at the same place. But <laughs> one seems to have value more than the other. Because we put that value on it. Oh? So the donkey head was not recognized as something important. Now it was very expensive because it, people's life hangs on it. It was the one that is now sustaining life because they've eaten the best. So anything that is worse and that can give little life has price. There used to be some time there was famine in Ghana. I had a point. Coconut. How many of you? Coconut and corn. They had great price. Dry coconut. You see people chewing it. So price was placed upon this. Then people started eating their children. Whenever there is famine, people start destroying their future. Farming can force you 
to destroy and to eat your future. So they started eating their children. <laughs> oh, let me finish. Let me read. Then as the king of Israel was passing by one of the walls, what happened? A woman cried out to him, saying, Help, my lord, O king. Now, the king was passing by, and somebody cried, Help, my lord, O king. Which verse is that? Six. Okay, continue. And he said, If the lord does not help you, where can I find help for you? From the treasure flower or from the wine spread? At the point, the president and the king become helpless. It's not that you, you don't want to help. You don't have what it takes to fulfill it. So the president, this lady came and said, Help! He said, look, what, what can I do now? Everything, the, all the economy broken down, nothing is working. I've tried all my, my, my listen, there's nothing there. Nothing in the, you go to the, the, there's nothing there. Except, I thank God, his image, he said, if the Lord does not help you, and I like that statement. This woman said to him, then the king said, what is troubling you? He even answered before. Sometimes you are on a defense. That before somebody says something, you want to defend yourself. You haven't heard the story. The person said, help me. He's not saying give me food to eat. But you know there's famine. <laughs> so you then interpret it that the person is hungry and he wants some food from you. It's not food. He wanted something justice to be done. Then later he said, me cry the king, why did I rush in answering this question? <laughs> because the person hadn't told me what is wrong. He said, he only said, help. Let me listen to the kind of help he needed. So then, then the king said to her, what is troubling you? And she answered, this woman said to him, to me, give your son that we may set him today. We may eat him what? Today. Now, son eaters. <laughs> when there is famine, we are forced to eat our sons, our future. The son eaters. Give me your son that we may eat him today and we will eat my son tomorrow. For a woman to release her own child to be killed and used for kebab, then it's a very serious. They've got to a place that nothing can be done. So she agreed. So we boil my son and ate him 
And I said to her on the next day, give your son that we may eat him. She looked at the son, <laughs> but she has hidden her son. Now it happened when the king heard the words of the woman that he tore his clothes. And as he passed by on the wall, the people looked and they, there underneath he has sackcloth on his body. You mean that the king saw that the case is so serious. Sometimes, as a leader, you are the last person to know what is happening on the ground. Before something comes to you, I say, <laughs> but those who are even close to you, they'll tell you good stories, even if it's bad. But they know, no king wants to hear bad story. Everything is fine, but people are eating their children. They don't mind them. He's the enemy. All of us, we don't want to hear bad news. We want to hear good news. So people come close to us and they tell us only good news. We are happy. But this man met the reality on the ground. This is not the time for you to put up the sackcloth. You should have put the sackcloth a long time before they start eating their children. And when he did it, he didn't think he was going to put the blame on somebody. Then he said, God does to you, God do so to me, and more also, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remain on him today. Thank God. Elijah is not like Elijah. Who will run away when you say you are going to cut off his head? <laughs> Who will cry and ask God, kill me, I want to die. This man, he won't budge for anything. He's not going to leave it. Now he's blaming the church. That all that is happening is the church. He is blaming the solution. And the world will tend to blame the solution, which is the church. For the world wants to go the wrong way, and the church is the salt. Let's finish it. Elijah, if his head is on, the, on top of his neck, then I am not the king. If you are strong, you can kill. Go and feed the Syrians. The Syrians are the one causing the problem. It's not Elijah. Sometimes if you can beat somebody, you get the weak person and you try to beat the person. So man, when you go to the office and your boss gives you trouble, 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 you can't talk. When you come home, you put it on the children and their mother. <laughs> it's not your children, it's not your wife. It is your boss. If you are a man, go and face him. 
<laughs> oh my God. King. The king sometimes. <laughs> then he said, God do so to me. And more also, if, he, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, remain on him today. But Elisha was what? Sitting in his house. And the elders were sitting with him. And the king sent a man ahead of him. But before the messenger came to him, he said to the elders, Do you see how this son of a murderer has sent someone to take away my head? Look, it's not only this day that they kill people. In those days, the king, he sent that they should go and kill. And he sent some people. But Elisha, thank God for true prophets. Do you see how this son of Emedra has sent someone to take away my life, my, my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold him fast at the door. It's not the son of his master feet behind him. You see, it simply means that God sees and knows everything. When people are planning to destroy you, God sees it. The moment he said, Elisha's head will go, God heard it, and God told Elisha, Elisha, that murderer will be coming. He's not coming alone. He will send people ahead of him. When they come, don't open them. That is why it is good to listen to the voice of the Spirit. When you listen to the voice of the Spirit, certain things that are evil that happen to us today may not happen. Sometimes it's not that God cannot protect. Sometimes God speaks. He could say, oh, I don't care. Open them and let them come. And while he was still talking with them, there was the messenger coming down to him. And then the king said, surely this calamity is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? See, he's putting the blame on God. Sometimes we all fight God. How many of you have fought God before? It is God. Ah, God, why? Look at how God is treating me. God is maltreating me, my family, everybody. Look, this person doesn't deserve. Look at how they, yeah, these people, they are nothing. Look at how they have become great. Look, me who have, and sometimes we fight God. Don't put the blame on God. Then Elijah said, hear the word of the Lord. I love Elijah. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Tomorrow about this time, a seer of a fine flower shall be sold for a shekel, and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. This is unbelievable. How can things change within a second? Even the law of those who did economics. Demand 
and supply will not permit those prices to be sold. What at all can happen? Nothing has changed in the city. The Sumerians are still there. Nobody could go out. Where will the flower come? Which path will it come? Who will even go out and bring the flower to come and sell it at that price? Not only to one person, but to the whole city who are hungry. When hungry people are buying things. So, all this, the mind cannot comprehend and understand the miracles of God. But the word of God came. It is difficult to believe God's word in that way. If you know things are going to be processed gradual, you, 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 you can believe it. But when you are in trouble and God says, today, where you are, you'll be the next tomorrow, you won't be the same person. Mm. Ah. Today, you're going for, you want some two CD, uh, 10 CDs for your family. Then God says, by tomorrow you become a millionaire. Say, God, you didn't even talk about 1,000. You didn't even, you're not talking about even 100. I'm in the tens. So even if you're going to say something, say tomorrow you get 100 Ghana cities, the next, the next month you can get about 1,000 Ghana cities. If God speaks like that, you think that, okay, maybe somebody will bring me this. But one million, how? Over a million dollars from nothing, who will come and dump money like that? So you begin to calculate in your mind, who even have got that money? You think people give money free? Nothing goes free. So the man, there was very high man economics, economists with him, his right hand man, who always uh, 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 tell him, King, do this, do this, do this. So an officer on whom, whose hand, the king leaned, answered the man of God. See, most kings, they have people they lean on. They believe in their mind. They believe in their their, their decisions. In, they believe in them so much that whatever they tell them, they know this thing will happen. So this is the kind of man he went with. And he believed in that man. That man, look, his trust is tried him, tested him, and I've seen. Maybe he might even have pro I've spoken to him how this thing will happen. Because when you are besieged, you, uh, this is what is going to happen. So he was able to... Uh, uh, focus, focus uh, to look at the whole thing and, 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 make, and project whatever is happening. He's a very good person. And the king trusted this man. He said, oh king, this man, the prophet is mad. He's crazy. Tomorrow by this time, where prices are? Sebi, Sebi. I use Seb Sebi because I wanted to use a certain word in, in G. In English, you need to use Seb Sebi. Seb Sebi. Abronuma. Toilet. Kura. Look at how much it's costing. And you are telling me today a flower bag will cost less than Abronuma. They're being one spot. 
doesn't make sense. But fortunately, it really, he said, it will never happen. So the prophet says, you see, whatever you don't believe, you will not be able to enjoy it. So an officer whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, look, if the, the Lord would make windows in heaven, could distance <laughs> be? And he said, in fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. That is what I don't want to see in life. You don't want to see blessing and not participate and not be part of the blessing. But those who will see it and eat it are those who will believe what God says. So, then, all that, let me jump to chapter 7. Now there were four what? Four what? Leprous men of what? At what? At the entrance of the gate. When you get a leprosy, the early Jews, because it could spread, you are separated like a sinner, thrown out. You have no access to your own building you've built in the city. You have no access to your children and family. If you are a man, you cannot even meet your wife, your children. You are put into a concentration camp somewhere. And you are reduced to be a beggar. You might be a rich man once you move there. You are reduced to be a beggar. You will be at the gate. And when people are coming, you make a noise and you say, unclean, unclean. When you are walking and people are, you, might, you should be able to shout aloud, unclean, so that people will give way, unclean, unclean, unclean. So you don't get in contact with anyone. So this is how society have rejected you. They've thrown you out. And these are the vulnerable and left out to die. So their supply comes from the surplus of the city. So if the city is suffering, after them, what can they do? So this, so there are two kind of people. Then Hadad gathered his army, and there are also four lepers. These two people are going, these two armies are going to fight. The four lepers and the army of uh, Syria. So, these four, I love the four. I believe that maybe God chose these four. So four normally means stability. Your table has four. Let's see. 
the chair you sit on so that you can be balanced. You can, you can be stable. And God said, I have got four people that can be stable, that I can rest upon, that I can use to fight this battle. So he took his four. So the, now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, <coughs> Why are we sitting here until we die? The Holy Spirit, they never said that before. But when Elisha prophesied and said there will be enough for them to eat, God must do something. But God never does anything without a man. Whatever God will do on this earth, he needs a man. But all the men are hiding in the room. Even if you want to go out, the gate man will not allow you to go out. So God has to use those who are outside the gate. He pushed faith into these four men. They thought the thing just came into their mind. They were thinking, we are hungry, weak. What can we do? Look, if we sit here, there are two things. Either we breathe and go to the city. The city, when we go there, they themselves, they are suffering. There's no food. So there will, no, there will be no food for us to eat. We may die. Or we sit here. Nobody will bring us anything. We can sit here with the little energy we have and die. Or we go to the Syrians, please. Maybe they will find there are three things. One, either they will kill us. Two, or they will give us some food and take us prisoners. At least, if I'm a prisoner and they give me food, I, can, I will live for some time. Three, or what will happen again? Huh? They will sack us. If they sack you or kill us, I won't say all that we die. <laughs> there are three. This is not the same one. One is for hunger. One is a sword. So two different death method that you will die. So the Holy Spirit was working in them. He never knew how, the whole the way he works, he works so easy that sometimes you yourself don't know he's the one talking with you. When God's spirit is usable, it looks so simple, the person himself sometimes does not know is the spirit you see him. The same way when Satan uses people to trouble you, they don't know the devil is the one using them. They are just there, they look at your face, they hate you, they want to do you a wee. They don't know you anywhere. You know, some of the people just look at you and they want to create trouble for you. Some people, they will create trouble for you all your life. And even if you ask anybody, ask them, why are you troubling this? They say, ah, I don't know. So the Holy Spirit, God, when God West comes, he needs human beings. God do not just speak and their thing will be in the air working. 
He needs human beings. But who is available? The available people he had was the four lepers. So he put that thing in them and they decided to move on that direction. He said, let's move on. Let's go to that place. It's not easy. And maybe they then met three enemies. Maybe the three enemies that may come into their mind will be doubt. That can we even, do we have even enough strength to get there? So many things, the devil used some enemies to diffuse our faith. And I want you to understand that God, he'll put doubt. Can we even be able to get there? We can, will they even accept us? Then he will put fear. Hey, even the king is afraid of these people. So how? The fear, he will use the fear to let them be defeated. Even when they were going and the people were running, you know, it's a chariot. So when they get up and they start running, you think they are going for war. You see a, 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 a plane, these fighters, when you hear them, they will even run back and say, these people have heard about us, so they are coming. So there are many things that the devil will try to use to stop you from achieving the goal God has set for you. He will make you doubt. He will bring fear to you. He, they, they met all this, but they overcame all of them one by one. I love them. Then uh, he can, the devil also uses confession of our tongue. Sometimes he will make us confess the negative thing they can use to fight us. He say, they will say, hey, these same people there, can we, you know, sometimes when you are moving with people, sometimes some people don't listen. When they talk, they will put fear in the whole church. Some people, they release fear, doubt, when your little faith you have. So, it's not everybody, when I'm praying, I want to go. Sometimes Jesus himself, he drives away some people. If he doesn't drive, not when he's going to raise the dead, he has to suck because the human mind, when somebody is dead, is engraved in it that is dead. They will tell Jesus, hey, this prayer you are praying, you can raise before the little faith. So he will suck everybody. <laughs> One, you're moving in faith. Get people who believe the same way. Who can encourage you to move in that direction. Because we are already struggling inside. At a point in our movement, they will be struggling on the way. And you need somebody to encourage you to move on. That, maybe that's why God put these four people together. So that when one is getting discouraged, the others will talk positive things so that they can move on in life. You need somebody who can encourage you in life, who can help you in life to get to your goal. <clears throat> I hope you're getting me. So these lepers, I love them. Hey. Huh. They move forward. They said, when we sit, this is what's going to happen. So they took, God took four lepers. Establishment. 
four you are established he took is the number four he took these four lepers to work a great work to bring his prophetic word to pass he said the lepers got up i don't know how they were working walking the lord then magnified he magnified their steps he put a mic very sensitive mic under their feet so when one step it sounds like he can wait the opposite way the devil can magnify some small problem the reason is to put fear now the weapon of the devil was then turned against the people because fear is not great fear rather instead of coming to the weak people the fear turned against them and they sat down they heard the sound as if soldiers were market market maybe they were going <laughs> for i don't know maybe their feet were going One headed is up papa. When one, two of people, two of them heard it, you know something? Fear can magnify. Even if you haven't heard it. Because some people are afraid and they heard it. The moment they see it, fear. It, it don't make a reason. You know, there was some time. There was a news that I think it was up. That went through it, there was going to be what? Earthquake. Huh? Was it? Was it? Ha! Huh? People left their rooms. You see, when earthquake is coming, they tell you, it tells you. People didn't sleep. They said they even gave the time it was going to. Uh, huh? You remember? And some of you slept outside the whole the next day you didn't want to go and sleep in your bedroom. <laughs> but one person created the fear. And I was surprised. My village, my mother and everybody, they, they said they, 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 they all left and they were they, they slept outside. So fear can be transferred. Transference of fear. Everybody was afraid. I remember I was told. And I said, ah. Earthquake. I, I was reading the thing. I said, ah. Earthquake is going to come. People are able to predict it. Three hours, two hours, four hours. What kind of machine? It's not true. And I felt inside the earth, there was no fear. And it was not true. The next day, some of you couldn't sleep. Because it wasn't because something was going to happen, but because you feared. Fear come, is very terrible. It can make you sick. 
it torments you. Fear, sometimes, is not a disease that kills. The fear. The most painful thing is not a disease. It's a fear of disease. Some of you never got some, you don't have some disease. But the moment the doctor tells you, go and do this examination, the fear, I remember some people come past that. They say, doctor say, I've got this. I said, have you done that? He said, as you go on there. I said, you haven't done that. How do you know that you have it? Go and do it. He said, no, 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 no. I don't know whether I have it. I said, but, he, <laughs> but the devil is telling you you have it. Why don't you do it and be clear in your mind that you don't have it or you have it? If you have it, what am I going to do? If I don't have it, yes, you are free in your mind. I slept with a girl. I don't know whether I have got HIV. I said, go and do tests. I am not, I am not, uh, uh, I am not, uh, uh, I am not laboratory. Don't, 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 I'm a pastor. I don't do lab tests here. If you, you feel you slept with somebody, you, you, you mess around, I'll pray with you. But go and do the test. When you finish, come. When you have it, then I'll pray for healing. <laughs> when you don't have it, we thank God so that you don't do it the next time. So fear, sometimes I have to encourage some, then they go, most of them go, they come back, oh, prophet, thank you. I said, you see, you didn't have the thing. Some day you look at them, they don't have it. It's just that the doctor wants to be clear of everything. You see, you are free. Someone said, hey! My friend, they said he had some pain here and it's cancer. Me too, I'm feeling the pain. The Satan... <laughs> the Satan will interpret the pain. That this is the same way it happened. You too, you have one. Meanwhile, you just hit that place against something without even knowing. Why don't you? You don't have it. He will torment you and torment you and torment you and torment you. Sometimes you're afraid that your business will collapse. Fear. Sometimes you're afraid that your marriage is going to break. Your children will be destroyed. Some of us, when you're taking our children to school, we're afraid. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to leave our children. There's somebody that doesn't want say, my, 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 my child. Then the child has to go to school. He was crying. I said, why? He said, in the bedroom. I said, children go and they come. <laughs> I said, this is my child. I'm not sure whether he'll be able to survive. I said, he will survive. Let her go. If you pray for her, if you so good, see, let her go. What you're afraid of? I've been this day, this boy, they're very, uh, they're very dangerous. Uh, I said, don't worry, don't worry. God has a way of protecting. You can trust God to protect your daughter. He said, prophet, I said, madam, if you put your daughter in the house and this bad boys want to take something, they will come. <laughs> trust God. Learn how to trust God. Train the child the way it should go. When that child grows, the child will not 
depart from it. So these people also met this four lepers also met their they started they took the faith they were still saying let us arise let me look at them oh my god i love these four lepers i love them i love them i love them i love them they are not like me they are not like you <laughs> even though they don't have what it takes they've been rejected by society they still second king chapter the best three the best three ha the best three i love it the best three they said now there were four lep leprous men at the entrance of the gate and they said to one another why are we sitting here until we die do you want to sit there until you are overcome by the situation one thing about christian is that sometimes we like sitting down we don't want to act it's good that we have to leave things in the hands of god leaving things in the hands of god doesn't mean that we do nothing you sit down and everybody is passing God will do it. It's good. God will do it. God is able to do it. But concerning the things of this earth, he needs a body. When God was going to even save the world, he could have... Why should Jesus then come and die? He had to create a body and put it in. Come in. And do it with the body. Act with the body. To save mankind. Say, You won't go. You sit down. You think that the job will run and come and come to your bedroom. I'm sorry. Listen to your spirit. God wants to do it through you. That's why I say, I like. How many of you know? People, this place looks nice, isn't it? It looks nice. You know, it's God who did it. Yes. But He did it through us. We could have always said, We won't do it. God, we sit down at the Prince of Peace. God, we will sit there until these people who fight on land, land guard, <laughs> come to encroach. When we came here first, we put this in there, the land guards came and removed there. Listen, we came back again, we said, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't just sit down. Act as a believer. As you listen to your spirit, don't fear what men will say. God is on your side. The most important thing is that God don't want to do it alone. God wants to be with you. 
that God is always in us doing what God wants. You see, God doesn't, he doesn't have hands on this earth. It's your hands he has. He has no feet. It's your feet. He has no mouth to preach the gospel. It's your mouth. He wants to use to preach the gospel. He's not, he's not got hands to do good to anybody. He wants to use your hands to do good to somebody. So if God wants to use your hand and say, God, go and bring the money. Sit down, God. We know you can do everything. One million dollars, you said. No, I wrote, you know, the, uh, how many of you wrote that in? Our vision. 20-year plan. Where have you got to? <laughs> we got negative. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. 20 years haven't come yet, so don't worry. I'm asking you this for you to know that we need God to accomplish whatever plans we have. We may put our plan 20 years, I will put this and put this and put this. You see, you don't know tomorrow. Something can come and just wipe everything away. But if we trust God, God, I'm going to do my best. But I know in 20 years' time, I'm going to be a millionaire. God will lead you and guide you and move you and guide you and move you and guide you until at the end, he works his works out. So don't throw away that vision. If you really prayed on it before, there's one thing people are saying. They said, everybody put 20 years, uh, 20 years plan, you'll be a millionaire. Then you, you know, it's not everybody who become a millionaire. Let me tell you the truth. It's not everybody who will become a, I won't lie to you. I'm a prophet. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> to some, if they become millionaire, they will die. Some cannot handle money. They will backslide. To some, there's a level of capacity God knows you can handle. So God gives you what he thinks you can handle and serve him well. When you are there, I say, how do I know that is the level I'll be? There will be satisfaction in you. Life is not money. Life is being satisfied with where you are and what you're doing. It's neither money nor position. It is satisfaction in you. That what I am doing, I'm satisfied. For me, I'm only satisfied when I'm serving God's people. That is, look, if you make me a president, I won't be, a, I won't be satisfied. I will never, if they dash it to me free, I won't take it. That is not my position. That is not what I'm called for. That will give me a problem. I will mess it up. Like how many now? The whole Ghana, I'm going to prayer meeting.
get to cabinet meeting. Kabo, Saka, Rabatar, Takoa, Takaya. I want to remain <laughs> as a prophet. The same way the king cannot do my work. The president tried to do this work, he failed. If we put him to come and preach here, he will go disappointed. But he is not called to do that. So, what are you called to do? Just have fulfillment in doing what God has called you to do. Or you think I'm breaking your faith? If there's a desire to become a millionaire, you are part of, you are one of them. But if you are trying and you don't feel like maybe, don't force. Don't force visions and dreams. Ask God, then, God, what do you want me to be? What do you want me to be? So these people were used. And they started working. They didn't always, they, they first, the Holy Spirit first said, when you sit here, why do you sit here to die? It was the Holy Spirit. It ignited a thing in them. He said, what? We shouldn't sit here to die. Then let us arise. And that is where the miracle is about. So they came together and they started walking. They didn't know where they were going. If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. They know they will die there. And if we sit here, we will also die. They know they will die there too. Now, therefore, come. Let us surrender to the army of the Syrian. So they were going to surrender themselves. They didn't know that they were going, God was going to use them to fight and destroy them. When you, in your mind, you think that I am going to surrender, uh, there's nothing I can do again, that is the time God comes in. Yeah. We're going to surrender ourselves in the hands of the Syrians, and what will happen? If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only, you see what he said, only die. Because the two options are only death. But this one, there's a chance to survive. So it can also help you take decisions. When you're taking decisions, weigh the things. Who should have the best chance? <laughs> At least there is a, there's, there's a window of opportunity somewhere. Pick it. You don't lose anything. Don't just sit down doing nothing. I tell people, look, attempt. If you attempt and you fail, you haven't failed. I like people who attempt and fail than people who doesn't do anything at all. Try something. If you fail, try again. I want to be sure whether if I pray for people, it will be healed. I said, if you're led, pray for the sick. If you pray and this one die, go to the next one. Pray if you die, go to the next one. Pray until you start getting results. Don't stop because you failed once. Many of them failed all that we see. Maybe when they started, it was just a straight thing. 
They will start this, it will fail, they'll correct it and do it, and they'll do it, and it won't work, and they'll work. They know the thing will work, then eventually the thing worked. So keep on. So they move on. Look at what happened. And they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the one. The Syrians. What time did they arise? What is twilight? Huh? 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 They went there. How, my God? And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. They didn't know what happened. <laughs> they were going to surrender themselves. And the people they were going to surrender themselves, did themselves. Nobody turned on running away. Your enemies that you feel now I'm tired, let me surrender, they will run. They didn't know, but this is what happened. For the Lord had caused what? The army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariot and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. You see, when Elisha declared, you know, Elisha declared, you know, the chariot, when Elijah was taken away, the wild wind took him and he left the chariot. And you remember there was a time they wanted to arrest Elisha. And when he got up, he prayed that his seven eyes would open. The, chariot, the moment he spoke, those chariots, the army of heaven, went to the lepers. And God put that in. And when they got up, and the lepers, God and they were going, the chariots were going with them. And these people were hearing that chariot. God fought his own battle. I believe that is although the feet of those people, but because they acted, those chariots that surrounded Elisha all the time were released to go and fight that battle. So they went ahead of them and they heard them and the people ran away because no man can face the chariot of God and win. You see how God fight? Say, so why didn't they Elisha send the chariot alone? No, no, no. God always wants to use men. He wants to use men. That's why, why should people lay hands on the sick and they be healed? Is there healing in man's hand? No. God just wants to use men so that he can pass his healing in that person. So when you act, the angels can work well. Anytime you act, God's angels come around you and try to help you. Angels don't help lazy people. They help people who are there. Even the Holy Spirit, the Bible calls him what? The helper. 
Helpers don't do the work. They come to help you do the work. So the Holy Spirit will be very powerful if you're doing something. He will also be dormant if you're not doing it. He will live in you because he's there to come and help you. Just like they brought someone to come and help you at, in the, at, at home and you have nothing to do. You are, you are lying down sleeping. The person will sit down and wait uh, when it's time he goes back home. God wants to help us. But let's arise. Let's arise. Let's arise. Let nobody intimidate any believer. Did you hear what I said? Let no situation intimidate you. When you face any situation, face it with your chest out. Know that those with you, they are more than those against you. You might not see them, but they are more. So I said, oh, pastor, there are demons. Oh, don't worry. Even there are demons, it is one third that was thrown down. The two thirds are on your side. Yeah. Let me tell you. Hallelujah. If they were strong, they would have remained there. Once they've been defeated and thrown down, they have no power. You rise up, take up, and take your miracle. Don't sit down. The men took up. And finally, they arrived. When they got there, and they said to one another, look, the king of Israel had hired against the king of the Hittite and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore, they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact, their tent, their horses, because the tent is outside, so they can sleep inside. <laughs> their horses, they left horses too. Sometimes fear can come upon you. You can run away from your car and start running with your feet. I remember the, uh, what is it? The atomic gas. Some people were far. Somebody jumped out of his car and left the car and was running. At the East Legon area there. This is so close. <laughs> no, no, no. You see, when fear, fear can make you think. <laughs> so they left the brand new cars. <laughs> the limousine. They left the, <laughs> all those nice cars and run. Then these lepers went and they don't know how to drive. They sit, they sat inside. <laughs> so they did not only leave food, they left horses. God was going to compensate Samaria with the horses they ate. Those that died. <laughs> so they left them and they have to. So God is a good God. Yes. After the battle, Samaria still have horses to be able to use. So God know how to fight. Why should somebody bring a horse? And when there's a trouble, it's horses that can run fast, but they left the horses and run on foot. Ah! Is it not Jehovah God? Yes. Is it not Jehovah God? Yes. Ah, there was a spiritual warfare 
confusion in their camp. And God made sure that what Samaria have lost, they got more than what they lost. Look, if the enemy have robbed you from anything in life, you are going to take more. Ready? So based on this, the next Friday, the next special Friday, it will be taking what the enemy have taken from you. We are going to break the siege. Anything that surrounds you and holds you and not making you to move forward in life, this is what we are going to do. I know the chariot is going to be on our side. And we are going to enter into Syrian's camp. We are going to inherit horses and tents in the name of Jesus. So, that will be the next warfare. Amen. Last Friday was great. Yeah. How many of you were here? It was those who didn't come. You missed. In fact, we were to close at nine. And actually, I gave the benediction nine. But we couldn't leave. We left after 10. Huh? And we were still. I believe that this day the Holy Spirit is going to do his work. We must take our place as believers. God bless you. Just three minutes, I want us to pray and ask God for strength to have a breakthrough in our lives. Pray and ask God for divine strength. But the prophetic voice, the prophetic voice must come to you. The prophetic voice that the king needed was tomorrow by this time. I'm also saying tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. Your weeping should turn to laughter. Joy will come unto you. Breakthrough must come to you. God will make a way for you. Tomorrow by this time, the story will change. But God has already released his heavenly beings to whosoever is ready that he will bring help to you. I want to pray and ask God. Our heavenly Father, I thank you for your strength, for your grace, for your favor. Rest upon our life. We've been besieged in different ways, financially, not only financially, even our health, not only health, in different areas of life. Lord, let your word come, your prophetic word come. 
change condition, bring help. No matter how weak we look like, Lord, bring help to us today in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We have come.